Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life transformation and human design coach who supports others on their own personal growth journeys. This show is all about rediscovering and reinventing who we are, and we are going to talk about it all. From wellness, spirituality, self-empowerment, energy, self-realization, sobriety, mental health awareness, literally anything that can help us along on our own self-project journeys. So let's dive right in. I want to welcome Melissa Machette to the show today. Melissa has founded Realign Coaching and Consulting after experiencing the transformation that occurs when you find clarity for what you truly want and are in alignment with your values. Melissa is a certified neurolinguistic programming master practitioner and mental and emotional release specialist and possesses a deeper understanding of what's really preventing someone from reaching their goals. With more than 10 years of sales experience, over $100 million in volume sold in residential real estate, which is incredible, by the way, that sounds incredible, um, and with more than eight years being educated by multiple coaching organizations and mentors, Melissa understands how to build and grow a business in any market and how your mindset can control your outcome and results. So, Melissa, I would love if you could just tell us more about yourself and more about your story, how you got led to neurolinguistic programming. Like, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. I would love to. And thank you so much again for having me. I'm very excited to be here. And uh, so, so yeah, you, you kind of touched on it. And I grew up in Los Angeles. I come from a theater and dance background. I actually went to USC and have a degree in theater. I thought Broadway was my, my future and uh, basically ended up in Las Vegas about 12 years ago to audition and be in the shows. And it was my idea. My boyfriend at the time, now my husband got a great job offer. So we just picked up and moved at 24 years old to Las Vegas and Uh, I was used to kind of hustling and having random side jobs. You don't make a lot of money in theater, of course. And so I just was always working multiple jobs and felt like I was less than or not good enough or not smart enough because I, you know, had really, really smart friends and they were getting their MBAs and going to law school and had real jobs with salaries. And I was working five jobs just to make, you know, I think I made $28,000 living in Los Angeles, working like 80 hours a week professionally in shows, but you just, you don't make anything. So fast forward, moved to Las Vegas and got a job dealing cards in a casino because that's what was hiring while I was auditioning. Uh, And I decided that I needed a real job. And so somehow I got my real estate license, not knowing anything about it, not knowing it was commission. Uh, And I also didn't know that I was really good at sales without coming from a performance background, coming from that hustler mindset. It's the first time in my life that the harder I worked, the more I got paid or the more deals I could do. So it almost became a a almost unhealthy workaholic situation where, you know, I was rewarded for working harder and working seven days a week and going 24 seven. And 
Uh, I got involved in different coaching organizations within real estate. It's the first time I'd ever really heard about mindset, personal development. So I just kind of became obsessed with this wanting to succeed and and learn and you know improve and get better and and grow my business and now double my business. So basically, uh, I burned out hardcore. <laughs> so going seven days a week, feeling like I wasn't enough. I could do more. Why couldn't I do more? I just, I don't know if anyone's ever felt that way where it's like, I keep doing more, but I woke up one day, it was about six years ago. And I realized I wasn't happy and something didn't feel right. And I knew what I needed to do to grow my business and do more and make more, but I wasn't doing it. I wasn't taking action. And all I heard was that that must mean I'm not motivated enough or I'm not connected to my why or, you know, I need more discipline. I need more accountability. And I had some intense accountability that if I didn't hit my numbers for the day, people would cash checks. I mean, we it, it was a sales like boiler room type, you know, environment. And it kind of got me on this personal development journey because I felt like something was actually broken or wrong with me because I knew I could do more. I knew I was capable of more, but it just wasn't working. And I got stuck in that story of like, well, maybe, you know, my background in theater and I've never had a real job and I've never had a salary. So I don't know what I'm doing. How can I run a business? And I started a team and how can I lead other people when I don't really know? I don't know what I'm, it got that right. Like, so, so that's actually what led me to NLP is I was introduced to it from a sales perspective. The language of sales is very much NLP based. And I didn't know there was this whole other side of it. Uh, and I was introduced to people who were master practitioners and they did use it in their coaching and it started opening up my eyes. And then I went to my first training in it uh, just over a year ago. And that's what connected all of the dots. And I, I don't know about you, but there's so many personal development events out there where you go and maybe you bake, break through a board or maybe you walk on fire and you feel like you're invincible and I can do anything. And you, you get in this state of like unstoppable. And then you get back to your environment, you get back to the office and you're like, what the hell? Like, I don't feel like doing this. Like, have you ever felt that way? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. And I'm like, as you're talking to, cause we, I know, you know, are starting to learn a little bit about human design. Like my mind's just going to like why that is because of people having, you know, open will centers. So when you get all that amplified energy in the room, everybody's caught up in the emotions and the excitement and then you leave and it's like, was that even my emotion is, and then do you even have the willpower to keep it up? If, especially if it's not your Exactly. And so, so when I learned the actual tools, when I learned, like, really, you could reprogram your mind, it's my unconscious running the show. What are you talking about? I've never heard this before. I just had such a huge transformation and awakening that it became my mission where I'm like, I need to share this message with others because how many people go around every day feeling like they're not good enough. They're not, which is most of us, pretty much all of us. I feel like, um, we're not worthy. You know, I don't deserve it. I say, I want to make a lot of money, but, but maybe I'm not good enough to do it or I'm not capable. And it just, it was eye opening that it was like, hold on a second. We can actually change the narrative. We can change and reprogram the story to help us get what we want in life. And, and by the way, with real estate, 
no, nothing was wrong with me. I wasn't broken. It wasn't in alignment with what I'm really meant to be doing with my life. And, and what does that even mean? Right. Uh, so it's just, it inspired me honestly, to help empower others to, to break through all this crap that we're trying to live up to because society told us that's what we should be doing. And in reality, it's not what we actually want to be doing. Oh my gosh, 100%. And I'm really excited to talk a little more about NLP, but I also see this as um, kind of cycles, how you said you weren't aligned, you know, like it really showed you you weren't aligned with real estate, but I also see it as almost a journey through, like you had to go through the real estate journey to get introduced to the NLP, to learn that, you know, all the things that were out there available to you to learn that you you know, do have the power, like you said, to learn that you were good at sales, you were good at that aspect of it. And just like, it's all, I feel like stepping stones because my own personal journey, like you started with real estate. I started um, when I first uh, jumped into this online business world and the possibilities of the things that I could do, because I came from a nursing background. So I left my nursing career like over 10 years ago, a lifetime ago, it feels like, and to become a stay-at-home mom. So to me, the only possibilities. uh, Like once I became a stay at home mom to me, that meant like the end of my career. So I really had a struggling period with that. And, um, and never. So when I joined an MLM a year ago, it like, it reopened my eyes and brought this new energy back to me that I could still be a mom. I could still be at home. I could still take care of my responsibilities. Then on the flip side, I can still pour into me because me, like helping other people and me getting to have a career and a piece of me has just, I mean, it brings a whole new life to me. And then that translates over to my parenting, but just, I felt like my journey leading me through first that MLM company, cause it didn't work out. And now I'm here on my own venture, but I had to go through all those stepping stones to realize that there's possibility for me and that I wasn't like stuck. Cause I like to keep myself stuck. So that was a big theme for me. And that's, what's so fascinating. You're hundred percent correct because looking, see, it's so much easier hindsight, 2020, right? Like you can look back and be like, Oh, that's exactly what led me to where I am today. And, and I wouldn't have the knowledge. And I got in some um, business partnerships and situations that were really unhealthy and really not good. And at the same time, it gave me, it led me here. Right. So I am forever grateful. And, and I look at everything and I used to, oh my gosh, I used to hate when people would say, enjoy the journey. And I would lose it. Cause I'm like, the journey sucks. It's not fun. What are you talking about? I just want to get to where I don't have to struggle with this anymore. And at the same time, it's like, oh, I see it now. I get it now. So, um, yeah, it's, it's fun how it's coming full circle. And I, I, it, trust me, hang in there. Right. Because when you see it start to connect and you're like, that's why I went through all of that. Because if I hadn't, I would not be, I wouldn't be here talking to you today. I wouldn't be here in this business. Like it's, it's so fascinating to me. <laughs> it is. It's so cool. And it's like you said too, sometimes when you're in it, so if you're in the middle of it right now, it doesn't feel that way. But yeah, when you can get on the other side and get that bird's eye perspective of everything, you're. it's just like, okay. And I feel too, that it kind of sets you up for walking forward when you, you know, we're going to keep going through things and we're going to keep changing and evolving. And I feel like it just gives us permission to say it's okay to change and grow and it's okay to go through something hard. Like that's not, yeah. um, 
the epitome of your story, you're going to be able to bird's eye perspective it someday and say, okay, I get it now. Yeah. So hang in so, there. <laughs> don't. Yeah. That's, that's literally what it is. Hang in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would love to just talk a little bit more. So let's talk now. Neurolinguistic programming is really, would you say it's kind of really the way that we talk to ourselves and maybe even kind of ties in with the thoughts that you're thinking, because we all know thoughts become things. So how do you explain it? I'm sure that you have a better way of explaining it than I do. I would love to hear. No. So, so yes, neuro-linguistic programming. And and to me, it's really the language of our mind. And, and that does cover exactly what you just said. Our thoughts, our behavior, our self-talk, our, uh, you know, our mindset, it, it's everything. And I had no idea how mean mine was. My self-talk was very, very um, rude and harsh and not very nice. And I find that most people have an extremely negative perception of themselves. And we're so hard on ourselves and we beat ourselves up and shame and guilt. And you knew, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it was like, you knew better than that. Why did you eat that? Why did you, you know, do that? You, you knew better. You should have known better than that. It's like this constant little voice almost that was just criticizing every little move that I made or everything that I did, especially with like, like, you know, you, you could have done more today. Why didn't you work harder? Like, you know, you must be lazy or, you know, what's wrong with you. It's just, it was so mean. So with NLP, just understanding that those thoughts are not actually us and we can actually change the narrative. We can actually change the pattern, like inner, it's almost like like taking back control of our mind and, and I'm all about empowerment and it's so fun because I'm learning now that whatever that word is for you or whatever challenges you go through in your life, your adversity kind of becomes sometimes part of your purpose, right? Part of your, your message that you now want to help others and empowerment has always been my word. And I didn't understand it's because I was so disempowered. And so with NLP, it really empowered me to actually change and do something. And not that anything was wrong. It's just, there were negative and we'll get into subconscious stuff, but there was just negative stuff and programming and stories and whatever you want to call it. That was so deep. And so like from childhood, right. From experiences growing up, we all have them. And what I also find very interesting, I want to share is that it doesn't have to be massive trauma. I've met and talked with a lot of people where it wasn't that bad. I didn't really have that horrible of a childhood. I didn't really have that some horrible thing that happened to me. So like, why am I messed up or why do I feel this way? And we diminish ourselves like, well, I know, and I've helped people through what we call like NLP breakthrough sessions. And I did it myself. It was like, well, my story, it's, it's not like, I'm very grateful. I'm very fortunate. So like, why do I feel this way? Like, it's almost, you diminish yourself because you don't feel like something that bad happened yet. That doesn't diminish the fact that you still had trauma or experiences that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank yep. you. I'm so glad that you said that because um, you saw me pointing to myself when we were talking that I've, I've, Quite literally, I think you read my mind. Yeah. Why am I so messed up? Why do I do this? There's nothing bad happened to me. Yeah. I've been through that exact line of questioning. And, it, and you know, you're right. It's all again, it doesn't matter. Trauma is trauma is trauma. Like, you know, and the trauma can be different for everybody. What 
it could be something that happened to you. It could be something that you experienced and you viewed through the lenses of somebody else. Like trauma is so different and so widespread and so different for everybody that we shouldn't, we have to stop negating ourselves for that. That, oh, it wasn't as bad as that person's. Like, no, it's still, you got to honor yourself still and hold space for yourself because it still affected you. So that's really important. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. (laughs) I feel like that's part of my mission is like, give people permission to feel their feelings and, and not, yeah, just not be so hard on yourself. And, and again, it's so much easier said than done. I I honestly didn't even know I was doing it right. It it just, we don't even know where, because it is unconscious. It is so deep in within us that yeah, I find all of this just there's so much to learn and so much to understand. And when I see the transformation someone can have by just getting to that root cause of what's been playing out and controlling their life and and you didn't even know it. And it's kind of that empowering moment of like, oh my gosh, that's what this is all about. That's 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 the reason I've been you know, whatever it may be, self-sabotaging or not feeling like something was working. And I just, I love being able to kind of give that gift to someone now where it's like taking the blinders off, right? Like waking up and seeing. It's like a light bulb, just, you know, like what? Um, And that's what I love because like you said, it's subconscious. So it's, it's running. We may not even realize it. Um, And some of this stuff has been running, you know, for 30, 40, however old you are for bajillion years. So what did you, so did you have to start first? I would imagine you have to start by becoming self-aware. Did you have to start catching yourself and how hard was that to, you know, catch those thoughts? Oh, such a good question. Yeah. So I would say that, like I mentioned, it was about six years ago now that I first got introduced to mindset and, you know, you are not your thoughts and, you know, how we react. And so I would say it it was way before I went to like an NLP training and even understood that it was NLP based. So I started shifting the way I was thinking and I started seeing a difference that I wasn't necessarily as reactive and I was starting to accept people for who they are instead of thinking that they need to change to my view. Like uh, one of my mentors would, would joke, like, who made you the ruler of the universe, right? Like who made you the one that gets to decide what people should or shouldn't do or how they should behave? And I was like, because that's what I think. Like I was very, um, I may have been a... I may have been a little, uh, you know, not even entitled, a little righteous in thinking that like my way was the right way, right? Like, or my way was the only way, a little close-minded. <laughs> I even got offended at that book mindset about growth versus fixed. I didn't know how fixed my mindset was. And I almost got offended that like, you know, there was such thing as a growth mindset. So again, that's funny looking back now. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, not the same person. Uh, so, so as far I, I became so self-aware that I could actually see like, okay, I'm reacting because of this and, and I, I'm, I'm understanding, I'm taking a step back. I, I see why I'm, you know, I, I got very good at like being self-aware, but I still couldn't change it. 
So I even had like a therapist tell me like you were the, cause I had severe anxiety as well. And so I had a therapist say like, um, cause it got to a point where like I wouldn't get on a plane or traveling became very difficult for me. And I knew exact, again, I was self-aware. I knew exactly what caused it. It was a very turbulent flight that caused this whole chain of events, but I still couldn't overcome it. And she even said like, you were the most high functioning self-aware person. Like you're still successful. You're still doing well. Like, I don't really understand what's wrong. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind is what's wrong. And I'm not happy and I'm stressed and I'm scared to like, you know, my house, you know, and that's not normal. And you're telling me, but I'm high functioning. So it's okay. So NLP is where like that training is where I actually learned tools to start doing something about it. So I'd say that's the difference. It's great to be self-aware, but we still have blind spots. We still have that programming at the unconscious level. And unless you are taught or have someone who can kind of guide you through to, to switch it up, it's just because you're self-aware doesn't mean you can, you can change it. And that was huge for me because I was like, I know exactly what's causing it. And I still can't that drove me nuts as a, a very controlling, you know, overachiever. Like, I know what's causing it. Like, come on, let's move on. Let's fix it. And I was on that journey of like, I, I know I need to fix it. I know I need to do something about it. Yet everyone was kind of like, what are you talking about? You know, it's fine. Just, just get over it. <laughs> that doesn't work by the way. Yeah, no, that's funny because um, I can relate to a similar experience too, where I'm experiencing these high levels of anxiety and it's been recently where, and yeah, and I'm like, I know what's happening. I understand rationally what my body's doing, what I'm freaking out about, but it's not stopping the body process. It's not stopping the body from still having this response and the panic and the anxiety. And then, you know, it's eventually pulling the rest of me into it. So so I feel like with NLP, we could really, you feel like you can really tap down into getting rid of the body response and everything, right? Yes. It's literally retraining your brain that when you have that thought, instead of sending you into a complete anxiety panic attack, it's, it's pausing long enough to stop that physical, because it's all connected and our thoughts become our you know, physiology and our behavior. And it happens so quickly that we don't even we don't even realize it. And it's the, and to me, what was so empowering was learning how my brain was processing information. And, and basically when you see something happen, your brain generalizes, distorts or deletes because we can only, we can only carry so many thoughts and, and handle so many things that are happening conscious and unconsciously. And I didn't realize that mine was distorting everything through a filter of fear and a filter of paranoia. <laughs> and I just thought that was normal. I thought that when someone's walking down the street and coming towards me, it is completely normal to go into a fight or flight. I'm about to lose my life. I need to be prepared and fight and whatever, whatever it may be. Right. Like that's how I perceived everything, whether it was truly a threat or not, which by the way is completely exhausting. And I didn't understand why I was tired all the time. And it's because I was in a constant state of survival 24 seven adrenaline. Yeah. You have adrenaline going in and out and your system can't regulate. Um, I love, I wrote down a little note, just distortion filters. That's what it is. Um, 
you, like you said, you had that filter of fear on it. So this information is coming into us through these distortion filters that we all have a, you know, unique filters that we're gaining the information through from our experiences and everything we've been through. And then, like you said, it's like, it's compartmentalizing. That's what I see it as, is it's just taking it and we're going to stick it in this box, this box, this box. And what do we address later? What do we pay attention to now? What, like you said, gets deleted. So the brain's fascinating when you stop and think about just like all the things that it's doing every second, it's communicating, it's moving your body, it's breathing, it's beating your heart. It's like we said, taking in all these things. Let's just stop for a minute. Like we're amazing. Like the body and our brain and how much power we really have, it's incredible. And the problem is we're go, go, go all the time. And we're getting all the, you know, between social media and the world and everything happening. And and it's, it's so much that we almost get into that overwhelm state and we can't process, we can't function if we're in survival mode or if we're in that high heightened, like fear all the time. Like it's not only unhealthy, it's, you can't make decisions. You can't really make the best, you know, choices when you're, you're in survival mode. And that's, that's, I believe been proven. Like you need to get yourself out of that. And that's been the message for me loud and clear this year is to slow down. And again, as a overachieving workaholic slowing down when I thought I was slowing down, it was still not slowing down at all. Yeah. So I was, I've learned loud and clear, um, to actually physically take a break, go outside, ground myself and just give myself space so that I can think I can say, why am I feeling so funky right now? Like, why do I feel like I'm stuck or, you know, even in this new business, there's new, you know, new things that come up and what am I doing? And am I good enough? And I don't know. And like, they're always, we always face it. And it giving myself space was like, Oh, that's just my ego trying to keep me safe. Oh, this is just me freaking out because I'm in a, in a growth spurt right now. And it's uncomfortable. And that means I'm growing. It's not, here we go again. Something's wrong with like beat myself up. Right. So I love, I love that you say that you take, I think this is important. And I know for myself and the way that I work, that processing time is important. And I know, um, like myself, my mom and, um, other just in general, if you're at home with kids or other people and you're stuck together, 25, I say stuck together, you can see my mindset on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> when you are in together right now. And you don't like, that's been a big thing for me is I have to find those breaks for myself where I have to remove and go outside and give myself that time to process because I have a lot of sensory and chaos stuff coming at me all day. So when I find that I was not making that time for myself to get silent, to step outside, to process, to get a moment, I mean, my mind, I, it was not good. I went through a period where I learned I have to, to take that time for myself, even if it means shutting the door because everybody's running around screaming. And I just say like, that's life right now because my brain wasn't able to process. And then I got into this whole, like just meltdown cycle where I'm just like, I can't even think like, and then I would be crying and I'd be frustrated. And I'm just like, I can't think I can't process. And it was until I could, you say, remove yourself, get yourself away 
and let yourself process. Um, and that's not always easy right now. So I think that that's a really important point to bring up right now during COVID that whether you're a mom, you're a caregiver, like no matter what your situation is, like it's okay for you to say that you need that time to step away and it's okay to take it to step away and process and just breathe a second. (laughs) Absolutely. Especially as women, especially mothers, like we put everybody before ourselves. Right. And I'm not saying men can't do that too, but like we are known for putting everyone before ourselves and kind of being taught that you have to suck it up or push through, or, you know, I just have to deal with it. It just, it is what it is. And I just have to deal with it. And I've encouraged quite a few people this year to give themselves permission to go hide in a closet or the pantry or wherever their bathroom, if they need to get away from the kids or life or whatever it may be and lay down, take a nap, listen to meditation, just give yourself a couple minutes. Even if it's just a breather, a break, like we can't feel like we're not allowed to stop. And, and we, you know, it's like that whole oxygen mask analogy, right? Like you, you have to take care of yourself if you want to be able to pour into others and society almost rewards the opposite. It rewards that selflessness. And you're so amazing for, you know, putting everybody before you and you get rewarded on that. And so now it's like, well, hold on a second. Do I feel bad because I need a break? Like I I just need to suck it up and, and do more. And it's like, no, that's, that's not how it works. And unfortunately I'm learning as well. Your body will, uh, give you messages and let you know when you need to stop, when you need to slow down, we just don't know how to interpret or listen to what it's saying. And the messages get louder if you do not pay attention. So yeah, I'm glad that you were able to find that, you know, I need, you needed space and, and that's, uh, that's okay. Like I, you have to be able to stand up for yourself and say, you know what? I need a moment. I need a break. I need a nap, whatever it may be. Yeah, so I'm realizing that again, what I thought I should be doing versus what actually I want to be doing. This has been a process for me too. I'm learning every day. And the big aha for me is that I really do love teaching and I love speaking and teaching and getting this message out. And so I do free classes, webinars uh, because of COVID. It's so cool how virtual has expanded that reach. And I've been doing quite a few Zooms and things like that with people all over the country, Canada as well. And to me, that's just incredible to start this kind of, I call it like an awakening process and teaching what alignment really means and how do you know if you're in alignment or not. And so uh, I'm working on some new programs and things coming, uh, you know, in 2021, putting that all together. Um, and then I, there is something called an NLP breakthrough session, and that is what actually changed my life. That was my transformation. It is a deep dive into one area of your life where you feel stuck or there's a goal or something that you've just, you've wanted it, but something's holding you back and you literally go in and clean up whatever is underneath the surface, those beliefs, those limiting beliefs, those negative thoughts, that trauma, whatever you're holding on to, 
Uh, and to me, I feel like everyone in the world needs a breakthrough session at some point in their life because like I said, I'm not the same person uh, now than I was. And I'm obviously, we're always evolving and growing, but compared to a year ago, compared to when I had my first breakthrough session, it's some people are just like, I don't know what happened to you, but like, I want that (laughs) because they saw the old me. They saw, um, I'll put it this way. My energy was repelling. I was in fear. I was um, go, 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 get out of my way, grind it out. Very not happy, very like that was kind of the unapproachable was the word I would get a lot. And now people are like, Melissa, you're so calm and you're just, your energy is just, I don't know, there's something about you. And I'm like, are, are you talking to me? Are you sure? Like, am I, what? I'm calm. This is amazing. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, that's, it's really reprogramming everything. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Everything. Because some of that stuff, like you said, it can be buried so deep in there that sometimes you don't, it's like a late, it's like layers of the onion. Like you start peeling and then you, you pull one thing off and then sometimes there's more and then you, it's like unlayering. So would you say like when you walk somebody through a session, you're walk session, you're walking them through how to, like you said, reprogram talking to themselves. What kind of other things do you just maybe a few other little tidbits of like, what other things do you guys work on in a session? Sure. So a lot of it is it's asking a ton of questions and it really is helping someone self-discover and connect. I feel like that's my gift. That's my specialty is I hear someone speaking and I can actually connect the dots of, well, okay, the reason you're doing this, the reason this is happening is because of this belief pattern or this, you know, hanging on to this past experience. And it's, it's really uncovering and helping them self-discover it. So um, in a full breakthrough session, there's a lot of pieces. It's about an eight to 10 hour, not to freak anyone out. It's about an eight to 10 hour. I spread out in a couple of days, right? So it's, it doesn't sound as scary as it as it might seem. Um, and a lot of it is just really unpacking and uncovering what is it that's causing this? What is it that's holding you back? And usually it's a belief that stems in worthiness or not feeling good enough or feeling like they don't deserve it. And even just having that awareness of like, that's what I had. So I had a client tell me, I thought I had a hundred different problems. And what I realized today is I had one that was causing all of it. And that alone started to release it where she thought there was so much wrong with her or whatever it may be. And then realizing, oh my gosh, no, it's this. Yeah, it's been driving, been driving me. It's been, and that's what it is. It's literally, people don't realize it, but they say like, we become our thoughts. You hear that you are what you think but people don't realize how deep that goes that if you feel like you don't deserve something, you will self-sabotage to prove you don't deserve it or that you are not. Mine was self-sabotaging to prove I wasn't good enough and I wasn't smart enough. So everything I did would play out under that umbrella of not good enough, not smart enough. And yeah, it's powerful. So there's so much more to it, but I feel like that is that is what people need to know is that your belief system is creating your reality. 
And if your reality is not the way you want it to be, there is something underneath the surface. It's not that you're not good enough. It's not that you need more motivation. I hear people all the time, I need more discipline, I need more accountability. And I'm like, no, you don't. You just got to get rid of this little thing underneath that we can clear up so you can get back into action and go. (laughs) Right. And what a gift too. I love that you, um, it's like you have that intuitive sense of being able to tap into after listening to them, like this is the problem because sometimes we can't see it ourselves. We can't take that perspective or we, I don't know. I know for myself, talking it out with somebody else always brings me more clarity. So I think, oh, what a gift that you're able to help people connect the dots because they may not be able to figure it out themselves. Like she said, she thought she had a hundred different things going on and you were able to dig back to like one core thing that it was all tied back to. So oh, thank you. I yeah. I think that's so cool. It's an amazing experience. And by the way, it is me helping them see it and help them self-discover it. Right. I'm not the one yeah. saying, here's your problem. So it, it's them realizing, oh my gosh, like usually when they find it or when they say it, you feel it in your body. It's, it's a moment of like, holy crap. I didn't realize I didn't realize that. Did I just say that? I'm like, you did. Right. So, um, it's, it's an amazing process and experience and yeah, it, it really is such a gift. And I'm just so grateful that not only did I get to experience it, but now that I get to help others experience that too, because it's, it truly is life-changing. Like I have clients who go from Like, I'm not good enough. I don't, you know, I don't deserve this. And I'm like, do you still feel that way? And they're like, I don't even know why you said, why, why would you say that? Of course I'm good enough. I can totally do this. And I'm like, I don't know why I said that either. Let's move on. You know, it's, it's, it's the most amazing experience because you, it's almost like you forget my, my coach had said, you forget who you weren't like that, that all the stuff we feel right now is almost like caked on crap that. We've been collecting throughout our lives. And when you wash it off, clear it off, whatever you want to call it, it's really getting you back to your true self and like reminding you who you are and remind, like, it's not that you're someone new. It's just, oh yeah, I was really confident when I was younger and I didn't care what anybody thought about me. Why am I all of a sudden like obsessed with what people think about me or whatever it may be? So it's a fascinating process. Yeah. I say it's because it's unbecoming everything you're not. That's the, the thought. That. Yeah, I love it. So do you want to tell us where we're able to collect, uh, connect with you online, Melissa? I would love that. And a lot, again, a lot of it's a work in progress. So it's, there's a lot of cool things coming. So stay tuned. Um, but right now, Instagram, uh, at Melissa Machat, that's, that's the easiest one. And then I also have uh, a number. You can text me if you want to get on my VIP list and know about upcoming classes and free trainings and things like that. Um, so if it's okay, I'd love to share a number. You can literally text uh, VIP <laughs> to 833, it's toll free, 833-480-0397. And if you just text VIP, then I will, I will respond. It is my number. I can engage if you have questions. If you're like, okay, you said this, what were you talking about? Or what did that mean? Like I am very forthcoming and happy to, uh, 
you know, respond and answer and whatever it may be. So, and would love to keep in touch. (laughs) Yay. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. And I will make sure um, everything is in show notes. So you will be able to scroll down if you're listening and instantly connect with um, Melissa too. So did you have anything else that you wanted to share about that we didn't cover? I felt like you gave us so much great information already. This was so good. But did you have anything else that you thought of that you wanted to share about before we? Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is just knowing that your unconscious really is running the show. And if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, it's not because you're lazy. It's not because, you know, you just aren't disciplined or motivated there is something unconsciously holding you back, whether it's a fear, whether it's a doubt, whether whatever it may be. And so I would just say that, that start paying attention because that could be an alignment issue. That could be, maybe I'm not in the right role, or maybe I'm not doing, maybe I'm violating a boundary, right? Like there's so much more to this. And I think it's just empowering you to know that there isn't anything wrong with you. It's just a signal that maybe something's out of alignment, or maybe there's a boundary that you're not enforcing. Um, And just to pay attention, start paying attention to little things. There's a lot more you could do, but start paying attention. (laughs) Yeah. As I say, I think that that starting with that, I always say is the first thing is paying attention, being, being aware. That's always the first thing to start with. So I just want to say thank you so, so much for giving your time to be on here today and to share with us and to leave us with all of the great information and tips that you did. Um, I can't say how much I appreciate it. And thank you again for being here. Thank you again so much for having me. This was truly an honor and I'm just grateful that I got to share and hopefully it, it helped your listeners too and realize that it's okay. And it's going to be okay. And, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) There's not, and you're also not stuck. There's things that you can do. You're not stuck in these situations or with these fears or anxieties or these thoughts or these beliefs. You're not stuck. There's help out there. That's the, the really cool thing is like, there's hope. There's something that you can do. You can go see Melissa. (laughs) Thank you. I would be honored. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.